Are you ready to talk Padres baseball? We've got you covered. Today, the Padres get ready to play their second of three against the Marlins at Petco. And here in studio, we've got Mike Janella continuing his unbroken streak of hosting the show. The Iron Man streak continues here. Even Blooper is taking a couple days off, but big deal. not here in the couch. Alongside Mike and approaching his record of consecutive days on set, well, you got to start somewhere. For the second day in a row, it's Mike Grace. Mike Grace going back to back wow. to start off the week. How about Can't that? Wait. It's the highlight of my life so far. <laughs> you just had a kid. Well, that's how important Padres Social Hour is to me. And rounding out the crew, it's Bob Scanlon. But you probably knew that already since he goes a little crazy in telling everyone when he's going to be on the program. Your friends know about it. Your family knows about it. Everybody you know is asking you about it. The anticipation is high. Now, coming to you from the AMR studio inside the Western Metal Supply Company building, it's Padres Social Hour with your hosts, Mike Janella, Bob Scanlon, and Mike Grace. Happy Tuesday and welcome to Padres Social Hour. Padres and Marlins game two of their three-game set coming your way at 7-10. As Petco Park, she's, she's beautiful every day, but today looking extra spectacular as we welcome you here inside the AMR studio down the left field line. And if you're watching us, you see a, an addition to our studio up on the wall there, a brand new mural. It's the Major League Baseball logo made entirely of socks. And not just any socks, but our friends at Stance, the official sock <laughs> of Major League Baseball, outfitting that wall. Looks pretty Sweet. good. It looks awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's great. So, I, might, I might have to borrow work. a pair of those socks. Is it okay if I just grab one? And I think as long as you replace it with the right color, maybe. <laughs> but if you want to upgrade. to wash it? And you're going to need a pair of socks because, Bob, what? you're not wearing any. You're here. In, now, I tweeted out moments ago that you know we've had plenty of... Scanlon outfit days. You came in bundled up with your peacoat one day with the gloves when they were in Philly. Yes. Uh, for Game of Thrones Day, you were wearing your Mother of Dragons, your wife's T-shirt that you bought. I had borrowed. my lucky jersey that got us a 14-2 loss. You got a lucky oh, jersey that right. wasn't so lucky the one right? time you were here. Not day. so lucky. And I tweeted out that we had this new one. You're going to want to tune in and see what it is. So explain to us. Uh, you're wearing your, your loafers that are sockless, your shorts, you got some t-shirts. I, I must clarify, these are deck shoes, actually. Deck so shoes, what, okay. What is the common theme with all the various uh, outfits I like to wear? Usually it has something to do with the team they're I'm playing. I'm back in the team, right? I, I thought it was showing off your legs. No, no, oh. no. I mean, that's an ancillary asset that everybody gets to enjoy at home, right? But <laughs> no, it's all about supporting the boys. So what are they here to do? They're here to bag a marlin, aren't they? They are. So I'm busting out my marlin outfit. So I went fishing last year, got my first marlin, thanks to my good friend Mike Shaw. Mike, I know you're watching out there because everybody in San Diego watches the show. <laughs> Brought me out on his boat. Reeled in my first marlin, so I'm like, you know what? I'm busting out the marlin, so, so we're, we're bringing in a fish today. This is boys. authentic. Huh? This Heck is authenticated yeah, game worn stuff. You actually caught a marlin in this There's outfit. There's actually fish guts on this hat. Yeah. Wow, yeah. nice. So, so not not just symbolic. This is no. legitimately. So what did you, you do? One, marlin did you mount hunting it? Stuff. Did you catch and release? What did you do with the marlin? No, we caught and release. We let him go. Yeah. Nice. So like yeah, I mean, that he makes was, me he happy. Was, he was probably bigger than this whole room, so it would have capsized the ship, right? You know. Oh, you had a small boat. That's how I roll. No, it was just a huge fish. Okay. Have you read Old Man in the Sea? Those marlins are. So if we catch one in the middle of the show, boys, you got to strap me in. Let's go. Perfect. Well, you're set to go, and we are in awe <laughs> here watching you. I mean, this is You're going to need a bigger boat. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well done. Uh, jump in on the conversation. Let us know how well Bob looks if you think this costume is – not costume, outfit, costume. I say. Yeah, yeah. Costume. This is uh, authentic yeah. fishing wear. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I had, wow. had, uh, had that on the mind, the wrong words. But, yeah, this, this excellent <laughs> outfit. If you love it, if you like it, there's no way you can hate it. It's definitely a positive reaction. So let us know. No, hashtag Padres SH. There's also the chat happening at Padres.com slash social hour, so jump in on that. 
Unfortunately, Bob, you weren't here with your outfit yesterday. No. Because the Padres could not bag a Marlin yesterday. The boys got speared by the Marlin, yeah. Although, if I would have told you yesterday, if I tell you tonight, hey, the Padres are going to hit four home runs tonight, you take that, right? <laughs> feel pretty All good the time. about it. Yeah. yeah. And they still lost by nine runs yesterday, which that's not too frequently that that What's happens. What's the old Pitching and defense? Isn't that how it goes, Mike? Yeah, exactly. I so, we proved that last night. So they say. Uh, unfortunately, that was not the case. Um, We've got a pitcher here with us on the couch. Let's start with that pitching, Colin Ray. Obviously a big third inning, seven runs he gave up, and a big part of that was the, the drop double play ball that would have potentially ended the inning. You yeah, can't assume help. it. Didn't but, help, but. Uh, yeah. What did you see from Colin yesterday, uh, and has he progressed this year? This is a guy the Padres yeah. were hoping would get a lot out of for a young it, kid. It was a tough night for the young man, and I was kind of curious to see how this outing went. It was the third outing after his little siesta that he took to sort of you know sa save right. some bullets during the course of the season. And oftentimes, I've seen this before, the first game back, a guy is sharp. He's strong. He's fresh. Game number two, sometimes he's even sharper. But game number three, sometimes the physical duress can catch up to you. You know, th there's no substitute for being on the mound. Even you take a little break. So I was curious how to see physically how he's going to come out. He just wasn't sharp from the beginning. I mean, you can see he's missing location from the very first batter. Fastballs, that's a hanging breaking ball right there. So it's just a young guy that didn't have his good stuff last night. You see another pitch up in the zone, and, and that's what's going to happen. Big league hitters are going to get to you like that. Now, he got away with some things against Atlanta last week, right? Five days ago, he's facing one of the worst offenses in baseball. No apologies. He pitched nicely. Didn't get any help on that play right there, but that let's face huge. it, even it was huge, but still, if you're making your pitches, you pitch over those mistakes. I mean, this, this inning did not happen because of the drop double play ball. This inning happened because he was not locating his pitches, and the major league hitters let him know about it. When you're watching from a fan's perspective, Mike, do you... Who's the blame on for Colin Ray for not being able to pitch around that or strictly on that double play ball that didn't get turned? I mean, th there's no strictly one way or the other. I mean, I think that hurt him. The thing about Colin Ray that I find interesting, and a, a conversation we had last year with him, we, we've talked about this, he kind of came out of nowhere uh, as a prospect. He wasn't on anybody's list, and all of a sudden he's just putting up ridiculous numbers in AA and then a little bit into AAA last year. And so we asked him, you know, what was it that kind of turned this around for you? Was there a pitch added? Did you make a mechanical adjustment? He said, no. My coaches got into my head and gave me the confidence that I could do it. And I think with him, you see his confidence fluctuate. When things are going well for him, he really builds and pitches better and better. When things don't go well for him early, you kind of see things go the other way. And then when you don't get that double play ball, I think that kind of really snowballs things. So he seems to really thrive when he's doing well, and getting that confidence early is big for him, and he didn't have that last Isn't night. Isn't that most young pitchers? Like, when do you become mature enough that you don't let that dictate your mood, your performance? Yeah, it's interesting. Some guys have an actual moment that they remember where all of a sudden they feel like, you know what? I belong here. I I've got what it takes. I remember what that moment was for me. I was pitching against the Philadelphia Phillies. I think it was my third or fourth outing in the big leagues, and I got myself into a bases-loaded jam. I'm facing Vaughn Hayes, two outs. I get to a 3-2 count on him. He fouls off two good fastballs, and then finally I come back with a backdoor slider. I catch him looking. I get out of the jam, and he sort of looks at me, and he takes his cap off, and he flips it in a little look like, hey, that's a pretty darn good pitch, kid. You're going to be all right. And so that was sort of that moment where I felt like, you know what? I belong here. I can get out of the big jams. And, and I think he's had those moments, clearly, when he almost had the no-hitter. Yeah. But I think you're right, Mike, in terms of his confidence. And what I see is a guy that when he doesn't have that confidence that you're talking about, he tries to nibble, which is totally Right, and that's what he said he did. Totally normal for young pitchers you feel like when I get in trouble I've got to get finer I've got to make the perfect pitch that's when you start getting yourself into trouble you start falling behind in the count and even if you do make the perfect pitch on the first pitch 
Where do you go from there? Are you going to make a more perfect pitch on the a, second a and the third pitch? A perfect third pitch? Exactly. Yeah. So it, it's a common thing, and he's, he has the stuff, yeah. and it's just the common Look, I don't have to be perfect all the time. Let's look from the middle of the plate out. Let's get ahead and then work to the corners and expand. And, and you talk about young players. I think, yes, there is something to young players not having that confidence right away, but uh, he, he's a different kind of guy. I mean, more probably like a Tyson Ross. I, I bet – if you ask Andrew Kashner, he probably always thought he belonged at whatever level he was at. He's just a guy that kind of projects that confidence. And I'm sure you've been around a lot of guys that just, sure. you know, almost an arrogance. That's a good thing for them. That really that they've succeeded their whole life and they just feel like wherever they're going, they're going to succeed. And, you know, maybe he doesn't always have that. and He needs to get that. Uh, that success, that, that, that first out, that first great pitch that he feels good about. Maybe it's a good bullpen. You know, he feels good in the bullpen. Whatever it is to get his mind right to be successful. It's interesting. You bring up the point that there are certain guys that they just show up with that confidence, and sometimes you think, oh, that's a great thing, right? Not always. Not always, There's some no. guys that are completely unrealistic about <laughs> what they irrational need to work Irrational confidence. Love exactly. the irrational confidence exactly. guy, it's but like sometimes he gets you killed. Love the confidence, but let's be honest right here. This needs to be improved on, and there's certain guys that just feel like, hey, I'm, I'm the, you know – all that in, in a box of donuts. Well, you're not. So th there's a balance between, <laughs> sure. hey, I've got things to work on versus I need to have that confidence, and he's still trying to figure what's out that balance. What's more all that, a box of donuts or a bag of chips? I, I think a box of donuts trumps, right? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Especially if they're chocolate the donuts, glazed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we know how Bob feels about donuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've no done those question. morning shows before, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, here's a guy who had a lot of confidence, and we'll talk pitching even if uh, these next couple of guys, one was pitching not by trade yesterday and one was not pitching at all. Uh, Christian Bethencourt, I'd be confident too if I could just walk out to the mound, <laughs> fling my arm, and hit 94, 95 without even trying. Um, but also, so he got in for an inning of relief yesterday, his second appearance. Luis Perdomo, we saw on the base pads, actually stole a bag, stole third base of all bases too. Uh, he's starting tomorrow for the Padres. So... I wanted to ask you, let's start with Bethancourt first, because a lot of people, they love it. It's great. He goes out, throws a 49-mile-an-hour, whatever name you want to name that pitch, Ephus, changeup, whatever. Right. Then he comes to the next pitch, throws 94 uh, right away. We're taking a look at that 49-mile-an-hour here. <laughs> and then he goes almost 50 miles an hour He's laughing at himself. He's looking back at the radar gun the right there going, how slow did I throw that thing? Oh, <laughs> so good. Uh, so let's start with him, because I saw some – everyone loves it. They love the spectacle. But then some people that are uh, still taking, I guess, Bethancourt's catching duties more seriously, you know, you're going to burn out his arm. This puts him at an injury risk. He is your backup catcher if something happens to Norris. And Bethancourt is starting today behind the plate. We'll get to the lineup later. Do you guys think this is all fun, or do you think there's a little bit of worry here trying to trot him out? Because he's not some junk baller out there. He's going out there. He's <laughs> flinging. He could maybe hurt himself. I, I, I don't see any real need for concern. I mean, the guy who throws more balls uh, around the field than the pitcher, it's going to be the catcher. I mean, he fires the ball down to second base constantly. Uh, he didn't seem to be really exerting himself. And I, I think these guys are smart enough to know not to go out there and really hurt themselves. So understand the concern, but I'm not concerned. Hey, anytime you go out on that mound, anytime you go on the field, it's a risk. Let's be honest. That being said, mechanics aren't that bad, no, right? right? Like you said, he's not uh, grunting and muscling to try to get that ball up there 94. He's pretty smooth, and he's got good stuff. Well, Do I want to see it again? No. <laughs> yeah, it's not usually you. a good thing. I don't need to see that again. Right. What's, I mean, obviously you'd like to see it if the Padres are winning 15-3. to three. I, I don't need to Would see you, you wouldn't want to see that at all. I mean, obviously rather it be in a blowout where you're up, right? right? But you're not going to do that because that's rubbing it in the, in the opposition's yeah. face under, unless you have dire circumstances. But, you know, for the most part, hey, we've gotten a chance to see it twice. It was fun. It's all good and dandy, but uh, hey, I don't. Hey, we don't want to see the regular guys out there, right? Ideally I mean, not. It's yeah. it's a nice little amusement for the it end is. of the game when you're right. already blown out, nothing to watch for. But see, now, Alexi, I wouldn't mind seeing Alexi throw the slab one more. That's time. always kind of fun. Yeah. Hey, and at least we didn't have to worry about the players having too much fun. 
you know, like like last time he pitched, that, that everybody hit right, up right. in an uproar over the guy smiling while uh, Christian Bethencourt pitched. Yeah, yeah. we talked everybody about that seemed here to too. handle it yeah. appropriately. They were enjoying it a little too much, uh, we thought. Okay. Um, but yeah, so Bethencourt, uh, yeah, hopefully we don't have to see that too often at all. Uh, Perdomo stealing the base. Bob, you ever? You, did you like running as a pitcher? Did you I was like d- in the base. Do you like watching a giraffe run the bases? Yeah, I like watching it. Does the giraffe? <laughs> li- does the giraffe like yeah, running legs the bases? going all over the place? <laughs> what a ridiculous <laughs> question that was. Yes. <laughs> Uh, it wasn't pretty, but I actually did run the bases a few times. I, I got put in one time because our pitcher actually had a, a pulled hamstring, and so he's able to pitch, but he couldn't run. So that was the one time I got a chance to do it, uh, and it, it wasn't pretty. Let, let's face it. Was it fun, though? Uh, it was more terrifying. <laughs> I was going to say, that's <laughs> like, going to be nerve-wracking. Wait, I'm right? out here now. I'm here for a purpose, right? And uh, so I'm, I'm making sure I got all the signs. You know, what was the indicator? Make sure I don't miss anything. Don't get picked off. Do you remember whose helmet you wore? I couldn't even. Well, I had my own helmet. Yeah. Did you? Oh, okay. yeah. It's Bob right. Scanlon. Yeah, yeah, I had right. my own lid. Uh, before we go to break here, we got some tweets that I'm going to have to bring up here in the next segment uh, about your outfit. Speaking of legs, giraffe legs, Bob, the people are, are letting themselves uh, – n- letting – their opinions be known. Uh, but quickly yesterday, just to bring a little cap, because Mike was on yesterday. He had two shows in a row. And uh, we ended the show with some uh, parenting question, or a parenting question that Mike had. If you want to recap the question real quick, because we have some answers By for you. By the way, congratulations. You're early on in the show. Just on air, make it official. Very exciting. Thanks, but I appreciate it. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, things have been going well. The little guy sleeps at night. He just has a couple times during the day. It's like an hour and a half before he eats. And you can't figure out anything that's wrong other than he's probably hungry. And so feed him an hour and a half before he's supposed to, or you just try to stay on the schedule, you know? And That's the question? T- that was kind of the question, Oh, you got to yeah. stay on the right. schedule. Yeah, you, you have See? to stay on the schedule. Uh, pretty much everybody else gave the opposite advice. Yeah, so, so we have there, a, a couple of folks in. Uh, so uh, Tom tweets in, Tom Hughes, saying, try upping the amount you feed him every four hours. So keep the schedule, but well, just throw a little something extra yeah, in there. Yeah, if you start getting too far off the schedule, they start realizing that they're running the show, you know? And, so, and also, you got to figure out the cries. Have you figured out the different cries yet? The I need to poop cry, the I need to burp cry, the I'm hungry cry, I'm lonely cry, I'm cold cry. Yes, I mean and I think these are more the I'm lonely and he really wants to be held. That's what we're yeah, kind of figuring out. Dad. That's a good yeah, thing. He really wants his Enjoy. mom. Enjoy. You've got smart. about 12 more years of that, <laughs> and then uh, they're <laughs> off on their own. Then they don't want any part of us. <laughs> exactly. Right? Then yeah. they run away yeah. scurrying. Uh, Cranky Ed says, uh, are you getting any sleep yet? If he's hungry, feed him. That's pretty good parenting <laughs> advice, I guess. Uh, you won't get a good night's sleep until he can eat cereal. So he says the urine's still for some, some dark Well, days. I think rice cereal is not too far away. So, uh, nice. so, that, so that's good. But uh, actually, really cool, all the, the, the people reaching out yeah. on social media. And the uh, people that, f- that follow the show, that are parents, it was really cool. That was, that was fun for yeah. me yesterday. The food cry, I mean, you pretty much, hey, the kid's hungry, you got to feed him. Yeah. You know, he's grown, grown kid. Yeah. Need, it, needs nourishment. All right, there you go, Ben. More food for you, buddy. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, if he's going to be out here starting in center field one day for the Padres, he's going to have to get those oh. muscles big and strong. Center so. field. Do you have the, be left, the uh, right arm tied behind his back yet, so he's got to do everything <laughs> left-handed? <laughs> Once he has control of the arms, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Lefties always find work. They always <laughs> do. Uh, Beer Fest, presented by Southwest Airlines, is back on Friday. That's this Friday, June 17th, before the Padres face the Nationals at 740. Don't miss the live music and $5 beers from a variety of breweries. The first 25,000 fans in attendance will receive a pair of Padres knock-around sunglasses presented by Knockaround. Get your tickets today at Padres.com slash party. When we come back, we're going to talk a uh, Padres roster move, take a look at the injuries, and see what the uh, Social Hour universe thinks of Bob Scanlon's outfit today. This is Padres Social Hour. Before every game, get your Padres talk on with us. This is Padres Social Hour. 
tonight. It's Drew Pomeranz taking the hill for the Padres against Tom Kohler for the Marlins. Drew. Drew. Uh, still that sub two and a half ERA despite a couple rocky starts lately. So Wait, do you want him but to have a really good start? Because his start on Sunday is big for you. It is, yeah, so uh, Bob, you were in here yesterday. Missed it. You did miss it. So the, uh, the Padres struggling on Sundays. They lost again oh, on okay. Sunday, 0-10. Yeah. Yeah. So I said yesterday, I am not going to shave if you notice the scruff. I did, and in fact, I noticed it because I was going to do that as well, that I was going to start mine. And I, I shaved it the last second. Bob, you should have. You should. I need some right, help start, here. No, I'm, I'm with you totally. I shouldn't have shaved today. It's my bad. You know what? I wish I'd gotten your memo, and I would have known. Sorry. So, right, from now on, I I'm, didn't know I'm you'd on be, board. I'm on board. Nice. So I'm yeah. not shaving no until they win on a Sunday. Sunday win. I was actually going to. And here's a look at my Cam Beard update. So it's nice. a little bit more than yesterday. <laughs> see, no, I see. I, I thought you started that like three hours ago. You're one of those guys that just. <laughs> no. just, <laughs> this, and just hair this is taken since Saturday morning. Really? See, that would take me a month to get to that. Really? Really? I know guys. You get yeah. this in a day. This is that 5 o'clock yeah, shadow, like you're saying. You, no, yeah. not me. I've been yeah. working hard So you're this. doing Sunday. See, I was going to do series finales because that's sort of been a oh, stumbling block. Oh, you blew also. it. No, because yeah. th the reason was I wanted to – because Sunday is at least a week. The series finale, if they win tomorrow, then it, that wouldn't have been a good gimmick. I'm here every day. It's like, oh, way to go, Janelle. Three days right, later right, and you right. shave. Okay. I figure at least for the fans to make me look like an idiot, I'd guarantee the one week at Sunday least. Sunday day game. Okay. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm on board. But all right. All right. I so like if he has a good start today, that helps you Sunday, or what do you think? So the reason Mike brought that up is yeah. because it's Pomeranz if the rotation stays. He's pitching on Sunday. Sure. He's a Padres ace, so yeah. I've got that in my favor on Sunday. Absolutely. The Nationals, tough team. That's against my favor. Okay. So uh, we'll have to see. Yeah, so if he does well tonight, yeah, get him back. Build some momentum into Sunday. Time exactly. Rewind. Yeah, what's the problem? He pitches good today. He can't pitch good on Sunday. Like, he's only got one good start a month or something. Where were you going with I, that? I'm just saying, what do you – like? No There's faith, some causes. Grace. Oh, my gosh. Tons of faith. No How faith dare in you? Pomeranz. How dare you? Um, I'm expecting right. the, like 18 consecutive shutout innings from him. Back to back. Yeah, yeah let's go. Drew, you if you're listening, get the I razor. need to shave, man. It's starting to get itchy. Help me out. Yeah. Um, from my beard to Bob's legs, we have some tweets coming in on your outfit <laughs> wow. today. That's a smooth transition. <laughs> Luigi likes it. scary. I don't know if I want that visual. <laughs> oh, Luigi. Get away Luigi from my here. Leg, Luigi man. loves it. <laughs> Steve not tweeting in. Bob, I have seen better legs on chairs. How dare you, Steve? These uh, legs are, are major league legs right here. They were Bob's major league legs. Yeah, that's uh, Jonathan Holmes saying, uh, it looks like Bob looks like he's about to go fishing on the pier. Yeah, if you yeah. missed the explanation, that's the point. That's it, this, yeah. This is the outfit Bob Scanlon caught an actual marlin in. This is the marlin in, outfit. I'm ready to go fishing. I'm ready to bag a marlin today. I'm, I'm supporting the boys. As are the Padres. Yes, whatever it takes. Um, all right. Speaking of uh, the boys that will be trying to bag those marlins tonight, yep. there's a new name in the starting lineup. We'll get to the full lineup later, but it's a new name in Major League Baseball. Ryan Schimpf gets called <laughs> up. Uh, so that's our ADP roster move for today. So Schimpf uh, gets the call up from El Paso where he was just – tearing the cover off the ball uh, basically this entire season. Hector Sanchez gets designated for assignment. He was here as the Padres' uh, number three catcher. Uh, just some numbers on Schimpf. So 51 games in El Paso, 15 homers, 48 RBI this wow. year. He was batting 355 with an OPS of nearly 1,200. If that don't get you called up, what else do you got to do? Hey, I mean, you know what I love about that? That's not one of those things of, gosh, we got to call somebody up. What are we going to do? Who's it going to be? That is kicking in the door. I and mean, that is just saying, hey, man, it is my turn. Let me get a chance to play up here. Great numbers. Granted, it's a good hitter's park, no doubt about it. But those, you, you can't argue with those types of dominating numbers, and he's getting a shot. Good for him. Now, we had a, a question come in uh, on Twitter as well as uh, we watched some, in, some footage from Schimpf down Look at in that Apple Power. It's crazy. And the thing is, he, he's, he's not a big guy at all. 
He's not, and he's never exhibited this before. This is, I mean, this is a breakthrough season for him. He's 28, so this isn't a young spring chicken. Right. He's a fifth-round draft pick, though, from LSU, so he has some pedigree. Is it a thing, Bob, have you seen this before, where some guys just, it takes them maybe six years to click, but they finally do it, or is this maybe a bit of a fluke season? Yeah, it, I've seen both. I've seen it where some guys, they just get hot, you know, and they're just, they're playing in a ballpark now where they're comfortable, they see the ball well, the wind is blowing in the yeah. place where they hit the ball, they happen to, you know, get into a groove, and they get their opportunity. Other guys, they actually have figured something out. They're doing something different, and I'm hoping that's the case with him. At age 28, it is time, right? Uh, he's getting his opportunity and hopefully makes the most of it. Yeah, I mean, not to make a, a specific comparison, but like a guy like Jose Bautista kind of put it together, especially on the power side later in his career. You know, there are guys. Now yeah. you have people thinking, right, no, sure no, the no, next no. Joey Bats. No, no, but I mean, you know, there are people that figure it out a little right. later in life. And I mean, you know, you go through some tribulations, you uh, get cut from a team that you were supposed to come up through, and you have to reevaluate, reassess uh, maybe how you're approaching the game, how you're approaching your lifestyle, your diet, your workout. Maybe he's made some changes. I mean, uh, like Bob said it's really great I mean he forced them into bringing him up the numbers he's putting up and you know you can knock a couple hundred points off the uh, OPS because of the PCL but that gets you down to a thousand OPS so I mean you know he's hitting the ball he's, his BABIP isn't super high it's like 370 that's higher than his career norms but that's not like outrageous so I mean you know hopefully some of this is sustainable and I mean they could use a shot in the arm uh Solarte doesn't look right right now so it's nice to get a, a guy that can play some defense at third base and maybe swing the bat yeah I think that's what this comes down to like you said Solarte's not 100 percent Hector Sanchez hasn't been playing we knew that was a temporary situation all along having the three catchers up there yeah. Yeah. we have we had this tweet come in from Jellyman. he wants to know will someone explain why we got Sanchez just to DFA him after this short amount of time because we don't know what was going on in the background they might have had a, a deal in works for one of the catchers and knew that they needed a backup guy and that's what I think, and guy. it just yeah. fell apart maybe. Yeah. Uh, what Andy Green said before the game today is that with Austin Hedges' injury, uh, that the Padres had no organizational depth. Right. And so they brought Sanchez here to the big leagues, who he had to be up here because of uh, the options and all that stuff. Right. Uh, but that, you know, they were holding him for just depth in case something happened to Norris or Bethancourt. Yeah. I think, though, maybe there's something that, you know, the public doesn't know that we don't know, that maybe there was something in place. Because why wouldn't you just wait until if Norris did get injured, then make them. Well, move. because then you're trying to play catch up at that point and you're scrambling to try to find an MLB quality catcher. Okay. And somebody's got you over a barrel of, oh, really? Now you're short on catchers and you need something? It's going to cost you a little bit more. So it's always better to be preemptive, have somebody in place. Then if you do still want to go out and shop for one, you're not shopping out of desperation. And with AJ, I think if he sees somebody that's a possible asset on some level, whether it's for his team or another team, I don't feel like the Padres lost anything to bring him onto the, onto the roster. No. Now they had a couple months to build some value. There's no guarantee that he leaves the organization. If nobody picks him up, then he could go and be a Padres minor leaguer and stay in the organization <laughs> for that depth. Yep. But, you know, take those chances. If you see some 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 value, like Christian Bethencourt, he saw value in Christian Bethencourt that Atlanta was giving up on him, so that's why he made that move to bring him in. He's built himself into an asset. Maybe he is something down the road, or maybe he's a trade chip. So yep. you're, you're always looking for, for players that can build value, whether it's what they do on the field or what they can bring down the road. There you go. Yeah, Sanchez. So it looks on the surface like it was just a why was he here taking up a roster spot, but there are those machinations that we don't always know about Yeah, behind the scenes. Uh, so that's the move, Shim for Sanchez, essentially. That's from ADP, helping companies focus on what matters. And just a couple of notes on some other roster stuff, uh, injury-wise as well. Travis Jankowski from last night, sprained ankle, but Andy Green said he's running today, feels fine, should be a couple days. 
That was a hold your breath oh moment uh, last night. Tyson Ross now throwing from 150 feet. Should get a bullpen session this weekend. That's uh, getting him back on the path to eventually a rehab start and back on the mound. And then uh, Solarte, again, just day to day with that left thumb contusion. Probably need to let contusion. that thing rest or, or it's never going to get better. Right. One of those things where if you keep forcing it, it's like a Yeah, but once trap. those things happen, yeah. you know the rest of the season. Look, I'm going to have it. Yeah. It's not going to be 100%. I mean, by the end of the season, there's about six different things that guys are nursing, right? Sure. The sore knee that they had, the strained hammy, the tight calf, the short, so, uh, short uh, shoulder. Sore, sore shoulder. shoulder. Excuse yeah. me, yeah. <laughs> sore shoulder. You know, the UCL is, is barking a little bit, and yeah. he got hit on the wrist in the first in spring training. That's still nagging, too. I mean, it, it's, it is what it is, and he'll be back as soon as he can physically oh, yeah. get At the same time, days. though, like, you know. Thumb pretty important to uh to your so grip the bat yeah, yeah so. slightly no absolutely uh, we're gonna head to break here in a sec but I wanted to get this going because this is actually something that I saw a few days ago but I wanted to wait until we had the right personnel here to discuss it and I want you guys to chime in on social media so I want to give you a lot of showtime to give us your your thoughts and opinions so this was uh, tweeted out by the comeback a few days ago it's four fans all wearing jerseys from Major League, Indians jerseys. So you've got your Serrano, you've got your Ricky Vaughn, you've got your Dorn, your Brown left to right. And I, I put this out on Twitter a little bit earlier, but I'd love to hear your guys' opinions. You get to rock any fictional baseball jersey. So from a movie. Wow. Bunch of lollygaggers right there, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. lollygaggers. Who do you pick? I'm giving you as, a, as your birthday present. A fictional baseball jersey. It doesn't have to be a Major League team like the Indians in the Major League. It could be anybody. Who are you picking? Wow. Do you, have, do you have one that jumps to the front for you? I mean, I got uh, mine. I, I think it's a uh, number 12 Bad News Bears jersey, Tanner Boyle. <laughs> that was Good. my number two choice. Was I it really? Tanner. <laughs> yes. Uh, with, with some taco stuff hanging all over, right? After Chico's Bail Bonds Chico on the Bail back. Bonds. Yeah, Love exactly. It. All right, so who's your I, number Roy one? Roy Hobbs. I mean, I was, you know, the old sure. school. That was one of my favorite baseball movies. You know, that, that's not a bad one to go with. Uh, of course. They're the natural blooper. What about you? Chet Stedman, The Rocket. Oh, oh yeah. Chet See, now, I thought he might want the Gina Davis from... Uh, no, no, I don't think I can pull that off. Kind of cuddle up with a Gina Davis. A couple of redheads. No, he wants to wear the skirt. I don't think I can pull that off. No, you couldn't, no. Um, <laughs> I don't have legs like Scanlon. No. <laughs> Thank uh, God. No one does. I Nobody mean, we're seeing these on wish that on anybody. Um, I, I was thinking about it and uh, going for one of those like Major League or something or like a Henry Rowan Gardner from Rookie of the Year. I mean, I can get that. That's just a Major League jersey and I'll get the custom print on it. I like your thought process. Go something that's a little bit, you know, or Bad News Bears, same mm. thing. So I want, I want from the Sandlot, it's my favorite movie, the Benny the Jet okay. Rodriguez jersey, but the one he wears as a kid, like that wool, old school, number yeah, 30 that he wears around. That's the one I want. So, so here's, here's my, my, my backup other than Tanner. It's yeah. uh, one of the Hanson brothers from uh, Slapshot. Oh, Love to have a Hanson Brothers jersey. All right. Not baseball though. No, it's hockey. Right. This is a baseball show. It doesn't Bob. have to be baseball. You said so any. You said any sport. <laughs> so right? and, and I'm pretty sure I said fictional baseball, right? Did you say okay? Baseball. Well, the, yeah. All right. Because then it's a whole earlier. new ball game. I get it, like Space Jam, Monsters. Uh, like, I'm of sorry. Stuff. I went off the reservation. And, and just so you know how much I love uh, kids cursing in movies, my second <laughs> choice was going to be a Cucumbas jersey from a Hardball. Yeah, G Baby number one. So <laughs> this kid that you're raising, I cannot wait to see how he He's turns trouble, out. Isn't yeah, he? very much so. <laughs> Let us know your pick. Hashtag Padres SH fictional baseball movie in Jersey. Which one you would most like to own? And we'll get some of your best answers like on the show in a little bit. Oh, heck yeah. Celebrate Dad this Father's Day at Petco Park. The Padres, in partnership with Sharp Mary Birch Hospital for Women and Newborns, will honor all dads on Sunday, that's June 19th, when the Padres take on the Nationals at 140. Purchase a special Father's Day theme game package and get a pair of Padres themed socks. Get tickets at Padres.com slash theme games. 
When we come back, we're going to talk Ichiro, we're going to talk Pete Rose, and we're going to talk shovels and wiffle balls. Stay tuned for that. This is Padres Social Hour. You want to talk Padres? Lucky for you, we're doing exactly that. This is Padres Social Hour from the AMR studio inside Petco Park. Welcome back to Padres Social Hour. We've got Bob the Fisherman here, who uh, in his Marlin fishing outfit has found not a rod and a reel, but a game-used baseball bat reenacting. Is this actually how it went down last year when yeah, you caught your first Marlin? Yeah, and then the line snapped because I was trying to reel it in too fast and hang with them. Did, eh. That's not happening today for the boys, though. They're getting no. fish. They're landing them. Pomeran's out on the hill. Them? You got the gaff ready? Oh, yeah. Bring the, them into the that's boat? That's the hook, right? Yes. It's got to make sure. Big, the big fishing parlance. I don't know anything about fishing. <laughs> I went fishing once when I was like eight with my dad. I didn't really? catch anything and haven't been back since. Uh, All right. That was in New York? Uh, Jersey Shore. Jer okay. Yeah. Dirty River out there or something? Yeah. So. <laughs> Give some more credit Toxic. to that. The Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> the mighty Atlantic Ocean. Uh, we've got some tweets coming in here at hashtag Padres SH. Uh, Joey Smith tweeting in, studying for finals is hard while watching Padres Social Hour. You Focus, need a break Joey. from studying. Focus. Yes. Yes. No, no, no. I say enjoy us. All right. Give all the right. brain a breather, and then you get back to studying right afterward. And then you'll be focused. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. How bizarre is it that school is still in and it's like mid-June? Yeah, my kids are out, actually. So I mean, like, growing up, we were done at mid-May. Yeah. No, we high kids. school, I always went until the end of June. Yeah. Really? That's Jersey. Went late? Yeah. College was over by early May. Is that because we had a bunch of snow days and everything, so we got spread out? A little bit, yeah. We started late, ended yeah. late, snow days we always, the same too. thing. We got yeah. surf days out here, right? Beach <laughs> days. So. Makes me <laughs> retroactively <laughs> jealous. Ski week. Um, we got a tweet coming in, too, talking about these fictional baseball jerseys. Uh, Tim, at SD Hat Guy, says, uh, a Wild Thing jersey. That's his number one. Oh. Going with the little Ricky nice. Vaughn. Nice. Tops like on the it. list. Henry Rowan Gardner, a close second. So he likes the arms. He likes the pitchers. Okay. Um, we heart also throwers, yeah. Yeah, the heart throwers. Uh, also, if you guys have noticed, we got a couple of uh, new knickknacks here on the table. That's uh, a big weekend coming Ooh. up. We talked about these were the knock-around sunglasses. First 25,000 fans. Nice. These would be good for fishing, wouldn't they? They'd be great. Absolutely. Stick like them mirror, with your like right there. Yeah. And we have the, the biggest edition. This is the Padres Fedora that they're giving out on Saturday. I can fish in that. Just put it all on, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> the more the better. It's and like then Father's Day on yeah. Sunday. It's go. a big weekend we're coming set. up. We're styling. See, I can fish in this <laughs> or I can you scout. Actually, can you see I mean, me behind the stand with my radar You pull off anything. Or you can get into the club. What's that? Or you can get into the club. Really? Yeah. Do I get past the velvet rope looking like this? Absolutely. You come scout here at Petco during the game, <laughs> then you head to gas lamp afterward, and you'll get in anywhere you want. If they're letting me in looking like this, I probably don't want to be. You there. don't want to be a part of any <laughs> no. club that'll have you. <laughs> no, those exactly. Those are nice. So come out this weekend and check them out. All right. Uh, time to talk uh, Ichiro last night. Three hits for a guy who's 42 years old. Doesn't start that often. Goes you know three hits. Gets on base a couple other times. Good right field defense as well. He's now one away from tying Pete Rose for total career hits. Ichiro's, of course, split between Japan and MLB. Uh, we talked about this at length yesterday, so, Mike, I don't need you to yeah, really rehash out. your opinions. But, uh, Bob, what are your thoughts on this? Because a lot of stories are coming out now, and people seem to either be uh, on one camp where, hey, this is a great accomplishment. It should be as celebrated as Rose. Other people, Pete Rose included, saying mm. that uh, we shouldn't be making that big a deal out of, of it because – uh, Japan just doesn't, uh, you know, the Nippon Baseball League doesn't compare to MLB. I love watching Ichiro play. He's been one of my favorite major league players to watch on a daily basis. I mean, we talk about the hitting, but he was a great all-around player. Yeah, he was. Had one of the best arms I've seen in right field. Loved watching his approach, his energy out there and everything. That being said, and I'm not with Pete Rose on very many things, but on this topic, I am. Because let's face it, it's not major league baseball. I, that's no disrespect to the Japanese league. It's an outstanding league, but it's not MLB. It's not the same quality of playing every single day. Uh, and so 
great accomplishment. I admire him. I think it's wonderful. I, I think it's great that he's going to get the 3,000 hits and everything, but as far as saying that this is the same as Pete Rose's, it's not even, I'm sorry. It's, yeah. just, it's not. Well, we talked about just how incredible it is that coming here at the age of 27, getting yes. the 3,000 hits, that's just absolutely yeah. And Rob Dibble has a tattoo so of his name on his rear end because of that. Remember <laughs> when he said that if he ever wins a, a batting title here in the right. United States, I'll tattoo his name did on my rear. Did we ever confirm? Did he get that done? Oh, yeah, he got it done. Oh, yeah. did? <laughs> nice. Huh? Good for yeah. you, Rob. Man of your word. No, he, he did, yeah. Uh, yeah, Pete Rose saying. <laughs> no, I'm a great player, but I, I just don't think it Pete Rose saying, I'm not Where trying to take this? anything away from Ichiro. No, same, same. Which means, of course, I am trying to take something away. <laughs> uh, he's had a great career, but next thing you know, they'll be counting his high school hits. I don't think you're going to find anybody with credibility saying Japanese baseball is equivalent to Major League Baseball. Yeah. Where, where uh, would you put it, Bob? I mean, you probably have the best perspective on this. Well, is it like I a 4A? Didn't, I didn't play in Japan, but from what I understand, it's, it's AAA, 4A, that type of thing. Yeah. They just don't have the same depth, and I played against some Japanese teams in spring training. What was so fun about playing those teams is that they knew physically they weren't as strong as the American player, so they didn't try to compete in that respect, but they were so fundamentally sound. Right. And even though it took three cutoff men to get the ball from the outfield to home plate, <laughs> They lined it all three guys. It arrived precision. It did. They had every mm. guy perfectly. They had the perfect hand. You know, everything was quick, great footwork. They worked as a team. And I don't think it's any fluke that they won the first World Baseball Classic. You know, you had all these other greater players, stronger players, maybe better individual players, but nobody plays the game as a team better than the Japanese. Yeah. Uh, and when you see it on a World Baseball stage, I think that really yeah. puts it there, uh, right there in the but lights. But it's, just, it's, not, it's not Major yeah. League caliber. Okay. You have some players, but the whole league uh, is the whole I was interested. Thing. Mark Grace, no relation to you, Mike, I take it. Both Aztecs, though. Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, he says, I can't believe it's not a bigger deal. Shame on us for not making a bigger deal out of it. You're talking about Pete Rose's record breaking it. I couldn't care less if he got some of those hits in Japan or Antarctica. So he's on a different side of that argument than you. Yeah, and Gracie was a, obviously a teammate of mine. Loved watching him hit a great handler of the bat. He's one of those guys, I think, that he would laugh at the shift nowadays, right? Because yeah, he could actually absolutely. handle the baseball bat. Loved watching him play, and it doesn't surprise me because he has so much respect for how Ichiro goes about his business. Yeah. So I, I'm not surprised, but that being said, I, I think if you ask Gracie himself, he'd say, look, Japanese league is not the same as MLB. Right. But Get him behind closed doors. Most yeah, hits in the 90s. What's that? Most hits in the 90s, Mark yeah. Grace. Mark Grace, yeah. Uh, I mentioned shovels and wiffle balls before. This may be a thing we have to get, Blooper, you and I to do, one of these other film bits, because I was researching Ichiro, and this is a drill he did with his dad as a kid <laughs> to build his wrist strength and his hand-eye coordination. He would throw wiffle balls at Ichiro, the dad would, and Ichiro, instead of swinging at them with a bat, would get an actual shovel, and the whole dichotomy of the heavy shovel and the light bat would help him become a better hitter. It blew my mind, so I think we've got to try that for I'm sure. In. Awesome. I can hit a wiffle ball with a shovel real good. Want to take bets, anybody? Yes. I got money on the wiffle ball. Uh, I'll take the under. I got money on the shovel. It's one of those where he'll probably hit himself <laughs> on the backswing. Could Randy yeah. pitch to us? Uh, we can ask, yeah, okay, Randy Jones, we'll see. Me, right. so. uh, any weird drills like that you ever have growing up? No, but I was thinking of the shovels, and I actually played with some guys that used to hit cow patties with the shovels, <laughs> right? They grew up in, on ranches, and they'd go out there, and they'd you find the cow patties, got, and they'd right? wing them, and they'd be flying, and they'd, yeah, they'd, you know, you do it with what you got. So. Man, that's great. I read a story once that uh, Vladimir Guerrero growing up would play a game where he had to protect a wall mm. with a broomstick, and they could bounce it, and he had to hit the ball no matter what. So... It proved, or it made him the great contact hitter he was, and the bad ball hitter that he was. That you know he had to hit a ball; he could not let it hit the wall, no matter what happened. And that's how he became the hitter that See, he now was. See, I saw him hit a ball that short that actually bounced. Yeah. yeah, and we we all looked at each other. Did that just hit the ground before? So now I know how he yeah. did it. Yeah, that's that's one of my all-time favorite players. Yeah, he was, he was so much fun. Yeah, oh. those Expos years in particular. I mean, oh. he was. He was Talk about a down-to-earth guy, also. Yeah. 
he was actually one of the guys that would sit down and actually sign his own baseball cards. I hate to be uh, the, wow. the bearer of bad news, but there are guys out there. That guys didn't do that? There, there were some guys that wouldn't do that, but he would sit there every single day and just boxes and boxes of them be there. He'd sign them all. Great guy. Loved the fans. Down and then he was, he was playing in some Dominican stuff this uh, past well, winter, was hitting them out. And stick, he still wanted swinging. to play winter ball every year, even during his big salad day yeah. contracts, because he just loved the game that much. Kind of like Fernando Rodney now. Doesn't need to, but yep. he loves playing all yep. year anyway. Yep. And now you know, fans, if you have an autographed Vladimir Guerrero card, it's been authenticated by Bob <laughs> Sandlin. So that's nice to know. Uh, we've got some tweets coming in. We'll get to in the next segment. So keep those coming in at hashtag PadresSH. We'll see if Bob has any more outfit additions when we come back. Before that, remember, Padres fans, the 2016 Insurance MLB All-Star Game ballot is here. Head to Padres.com to choose your ASG-worthy stars and send them to the MLB All-Star Game presented by MasterCard on July 12th right here in San Diego. Vote today. Vote tomorrow. Vote at Padres.com slash vote. We'll keep this train rolling. This is Padres Social Hour. From analysis of what's happening on the field with your Padres to insights on everything MLB, we've got it right here. This is Padres Social Hour. Game two of the three-game series, Padres and Marlins, now less than an hour away. Drew Pomeranz and Tom Kohler. But we still have some more Padres Social Hour to get to here in the AMR studio. And we're talking about the uh, the fictional baseball jerseys. People are tweeting in on that. So uh, Dennis tweeting at us, don't know which is better, Ricky Vaughn number 99 or Hey Scan rocking the uh, creepy step, I think it was the stepdad Halloween outfit today. This is not a Halloween stepdad. outfit. It's not a stepdad. This is a legitimate. Explain this, again this, in case anyone missed it. This is my I'm going fishing. I've got to catch a marlin. This is what I wore when I caught a marlin last year. The boys are playing the marlins. It's about supporting the team. They've got to bring a marlin into the boat. They've got to bag them. I'm trying to help them get there. All right. Take that, Dennis. Team player, Dennis. Yes. I like it, Bob. What no are you doing, out. Dennis? What are you doing, Dennis? What are you trying to do to help the ball <laughs> For the club? team today. He's just bad-mouthing people. Thanks for watching, Haters. Thanks for watching. How about the haters out there, yes. huh? Too many haters. you got to shake them off. <laughs> haters well, thanks gonna, for watching. Haters going to hate, hate, hate. But, yes, Dennis, please tweet us all the time because we like <laughs> you <laughs> tuning in and being a part of the show. Uh, now, Dennis, is, he's a good tweeter. We, we like uh, We love you, Dennis. Thanks for tweeting. Neil James, I love his handle, make it rain, the CA. Uh, says Durham Bulls number eight Crash Davis. That's the one. That's he not a bad pick. one. That's yeah. a high one. That's yeah, a pretty that's good a good one. one. As well. um, uh, all right. You know what else? He was going with Tanner. The, my other one was uh, Engelberg uh, <laughs> with with the candy all over his uh, uniform. I'm not sure that it would come with the candy, but you oh, can definitely come with add the candy, to right? It. He's sitting yeah. there eating a candy bar. I, I I know you take this very seriously. You would make it authentic. So <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> you would get it. Bob takes no half Snickers measures. Be, no, yeah, exactly. All right, gonna put you guys now on the Cholula hot seat. So, yeah, Have we not been all day? <laughs> I know, right? It's just been <laughs> peppering us. The moment just you sit turn down. up the heat a little bit, I guess. Uh, I this was also a story from a couple days ago that I wanted to wait until you were here on the show for, uh, Bob. And, Mike, I think you'd appreciate the topic as well. Absolutely. Pitcher's home run derby. We've talked about it a lot here on the show already. Yeah. I'm in favor of it. Kay. And Madison Bumgarner has been trying to get himself into it. Now, over the weekend, what happened is Jake Arrieta, Cubs ace, said, well, if Bumgarner's going to be in it, I want to be in it. Then Adam Wainwright from the Cardinals says, well, if those guys are in it, I got to be in it, too. And the way that Bob's reacting to this, I think I already know his thoughts <laughs> on it. So, pitcher's home run derby. A couple different ways you could do it. How do you think we should do it? Or not at all? Mike, where, where are you on uh, this one? I mean, it would kind of be fun. You know, Bumgarner's kind of you know, hit the ball well. But, like, if that's going to keep somebody – if that's going to keep Giancarlo Stanton or somebody out of the home run derby, I'm, I'm not for that. There's, I mean, come on. There's guys that I want to see wait, wait, peppering so the Western Metal Building. Are you not for Bumgarner? Bumgarner would do that. 
Okay, so there, there, there's guys that are going to be better at it. So That's all I'm saying. Okay, so here's my take. I mean, you know, I I'd love to see Bum Garner in there. We we talked about it on the show. I think that'd be awesome because yeah. he actually has some pop and it brings some fun to it. I get why Bruce Bochy doesn't want him in it. Now, if you're talking about an actual home run derby for pitches alone, forget it. I don't need to see that. So there's been three sort of ideas floated. There's okay. the the Mad Bum Alone theory, which is just put him in the main home run derby. I'm on board. Thumbs up for that. Yeah. There is the Pitcher's home run derby, and that's it. It's self-contained, and you get to become the best power-hitting pitcher crown. See, all pitchers think they can hit, and the truth of the matter is they can't. Wainwright's on that list? He's you know self-inserted. He's got seven home runs lifetime over 11 seasons, all right? Bumgarner's okay. got almost that many home runs this season alone. Okay. Do I really need to see some guy that's got seven life? Blooper, you could hit seven home runs if we threw you up there enough times. Really? Yes. Do no. not no. Say Yeah, we put no. you in Wrigley. We'll put you in Wrigley like with that. the wind blowing out, oh my and goodness. I'll pitch to you, all right? I my my fastball, yes. The last thing we needed was yes. him to think he could do anything positive. Well, I just want to see him get a, I just want to see him swing a shovel. I'm going to tell you, exa- first, I'm gonna tell you exactly what he's capable of after the show. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> then the third route was you have the pitcher's only tournament, and the winner of that gets into the main derby. I think that was Arietta's idea. See, but that's kind of lame also because you're still going to have some guy that's got three career home runs lifetime in there. I really don't need to see that. Bumgarner, it's a unique situation. He belongs there. I'd like to see him there, but all these other things to sort of fabricate having a pitcher there just to say he's in there to me is uh, very artificial. When Will Myers doesn't get to go into the home run derby, it's going to be your fault. Because uh, uh, hey, Bumgarner's there. Yeah. Bumgarner's going to take his spot. I'm on record. Take somebody's I'm, spot. I'm on record. I'm all in for an all-pitchers home run derby. I like seeing that as a permanent <laughs> annual thing, like a warm-up for the – Really? Like what the three-point contest and slam dunk Great. contest, that's for the NBA. You have a pitcher's home run derby and then the real home run derby. I would love to see a skills yeah. challenge. In, in that base. would be cool too. Like, yeah. like a, a, a right field throw, like you try to hit the Tommy Mansky trash yes. can at home back plate back or to something. Yeah, they, used to do that. they used to do that. Yeah. They should. They should. All right, that's the Cholula Hot Seat. Uncapped real flavor with Cholula Hot Sauce, the hot sauce with the iconic wooden cap, and the official hot sauce of the San Diego Padres. When we come back, we'll take a look at the full Padres lineup for tonight as they go Marlin fishing. Bob's been ready for it for almost an hour now. Let's do it. We're back with more Padres Social Hour right after this. We're talking Padres all season long. This is Padres Social Hour, coming to you from the AMR studio inside the team store. It's an early show tomorrow, 11 a.m. Bill Center and Brady Phelps. I better have donuts. I was say, who's bringing the, the box of yeah, donuts for that Exactly. One. But before that, we do have a game to play tonight. And the boys who will be playing that game tonight are now in the starting lineup. Brought to you by United, proud partner of the San Diego Padres. Starting in center field and leading off, John Jay. Then it's Will Myers at first base behind him. Matt Kemp in right field, bats third. Melvin Upton Jr. back in the cleanup spot today. Playing in left, Alexei Ramirez at shortstop. Ryan Schimpf making his major league debut at Yeehaw. third base. Then Christian Bethencourt, the uh, pitcher turned catcher now back-to-back days, will bat seventh. Alexei Amarista at second base, eighth. And Drew Pomeranz gets the nod on the hill tonight, batting ninth. Yesterday, Grace, you had a chance with two nights in a row on the show to get to 500 I against know. Blooper on the year. What happened yesterday? Who did he grab? He blew it. Oh. Are you kidding well, me? Well, he, he took Will Myers first. Blue by the first oh, pick. Odd. He had Myers. Know, right? Yeah, what odd. else is new? Uh, Gracie had Derek Norris, who went 0 for 3. And so Blooper with the win now has a 15-point lead, his largest of the season, 35 to 20. Ridiculous. Ouch. The good news, though, Grace, is that you get the first pick tonight. So who you got? Uh, I'm going to go with the pitcher, Drew Pomerantz. The ace. Can't go wrong. That does mean, though, that Will Myers is still on the board for Seth. So I, I'm guessing. I'm going to go Will Myers. Wait yeah. a minute. Wait, what, what happened right there? We were just talking before the break, and you were telling me how you're going with Will Myers for no other reason to get, get him upset. I mean, that's a moral victory. I, I talked him into that one. <sighs> okay. 
Got him, got him right where he wants him. Oh, right really? Crazy. Okay. Tell him. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Myers, what else is new for Blooper versus Pomeranz for the couch? Again, trying to get to that, uh, cut into that two-touchdown lead. I, I hope Pomeranz does, up. man. Let's go. He's, he's out there fishing for some Marlins. Uh, John Carlos Stanton, by the way, back in the lineup for the Marlins tonight. Ichiro not, though. Yep. So all those 50-plus uh, members of the Japanese media who came here to see him break <laughs> the record will have to maybe wait until uh, tomorrow unless he gets in as a pinch hitter at some point. At Supercuts, they pay attention to every detail, the cut, the lines, the hot towel finish, so you can feel sharp, clean, and ready to go. Find a Supercuts near you at Supercuts.com. We're back to wrap things up here from Petco Park. This is Padre Social Hour. Get ready for every Padres game with us. Coming to you from inside the team store at Petco Park, this is Padres Social Hour. As we mentioned, a reminder again, tomorrow, 11 a.m., we're back, and it's a way back Wednesday, and I think... Right, Grace, it's a, a baby-themed. Yeah. So we're going to see some of the Padres players and their baby photos and Cute. stuff. Cute. So we're going to try and get baby photos of Bill Center <laughs> at the excavation site. The archaeological team is going to try Did and get them Did they have photography? <laughs> yeah, do the cameras exist yet? And Brady Phelps, too. And I'll have some of mine, and we'll see if we can get some blooper baby It's carvings on a well. wall. That's what you're saying. Yes, hieroglyphics. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Wow. <laughs> Poor Bill. Yeah, it's, just a, it's a shame that you couldn't be on there tomorrow. I can only imagine what kind of outfits you wore in your youth. Oh, yeah. Long, long skinny legs, sharp. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine. Hey, real quick, big news in the sports world today. NHL saying, hey, Las Vegas, you got a team if you want it. Ever see Major League Baseball in the Sin City? MLB's big thing was, and they've had that minor league team. The Padres minor league team was out there for a while. Yeah, I played there. It was a heck of a lot of fun. Got zero sleep, but they've always been worried about gambling entering the game. They don't mess around with that. Just ask Pete Rose. You don't see it ever happening again. <laughs> nah, not it would I, work, I but I don't think it will happen. Not, not the big league level. Yeah, Pete Rose is occupied with Ichiro for these next couple days. Then we can get back to him on uh, some of his bigger issues as well. Thank you, guys. This was fun. It was. Absolutely. Bob, I hope you enjoy the rest of this outfit the rest of the night. It should be good. We'll see you tomorrow. Bring Thanks Marlon in, boys. Five days, so